So welcome to Mums on Cloud9. I'm Heather Black, a champion for women in tech and founder of Supermums, a global brand supporting mums to develop a career in the Salesforce ecosystem. My podcast aims to inspire and support mums to develop a flexible, well-paced, successful career in the tech sector, sharing top tips, insight and inspirational stories from women who've carved out a flexible, well-paid career in the sector and employers who champion diversity and gender equality. In today's session, uh, we are talking about creating a life you love, and that's by taking an inside look at how you can practically support women in the workplace to excel in their roles. I'm delighted to be joined by Gillian Simpson today, a director at Deloitte Digital for the past 10 years. Gillian will be talking about the range of interventions that Deloitte Digital offers an employer to support women in the workplace, and sharing how as a mum she juggles a corporate life with her family as a senior manager herself. I'd love for listeners to take away some of the ideas to empower mums at work and how it is possible to aspire to be a director as a mum and how indeed you can balance it all. So Gillian, welcome to the show. It's great to have you join me and to share the approach that Deloitte Digital is taking to supporting women in the workplace. Um, And I'm also really delighted to see how much Deloitte Digital is supporting equality, having just sponsored the Equality Summit at Dreamforce um, and certainly supporting Supermums as a brand also. Um, There were some really fascinating talks and conversations during the day at Dreamforce um, about the different ways that you could support women in the workplace, how you could help um, attract more women, how you can ensure more equal recruitment processes um, and how, uh, you know, talking about all the different range of opportunities, really, um, for women in tech as well. And why, you know, what more can we do to inspire them and educate women about um, the careers in the sector? Um, And also, you know, how we can support people in the workplace um, throughout their life, you know, whether it's coming back off maternity leave or, you know, working through um, the trials and tribulations of parenthood, you know, particularly when they're teenagers and they're going away as well. It it never really stops, does it? There's always different things to think about. So welcome, Gillian, to the show. Um, It's fantastic to have you. Thank you very much. (laughs) So do you just want to tell us a bit about your role at the moment, Gillian? What do you do? Uh, yeah, sure. So I'm a director in um, Deloitte Digital, as you mentioned. Um, I've been here for 10 years. Um, uh, I sit in the retail industry. Uh, so I work with retailers, uh, normally on front office transformation programs. So um, implementing Salesforce, for example, um, and normally working with the business side to understand how uh, the implementation of Salesforce, for example, changes the way that they operate um, and helping them to make the most out of um, their investments there. Um, so I did that. Um, I work four days a week, um, and then I also run our marketing team as well within uh, Deloitte Digital. So that's a team of uh, about forty-five people, and um, who all do marketing consultancy as well. Great. And then seeing that you've been there ten years, that's really, you know, obviously really great longevity. And, and quite often you don't see that these days, do you? Small people hop and change after a couple of years. So, um, you know, having gone through mm. sort of you know, having kids and parenthood and everything, how has Deloitte Digital supported you as a parent? You know, how are they championing gender equality? Yeah, so um, I've got two children, um, Rory and Finley, who are five and three. Um, so I've had two um, maternity leaves since I've been here, um, both about a year um, each. Um, and then when I came back after my first um, maternity leave, I came back on four days. Um, originally, I didn't work Mondays and then... Um, I flipped that over to not working Fridays um, now, so I do um, work Monday to Thursday. Um, work, choosing between Mondays and Fridays off, there's various pros and cons um, on both. Absolutely. Um, mm. 
but I do like having the Fridays off. <laughs> um, the odd occasion where I've had to work five days now, I've thought, how does everybody else do it? It's, uh, <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? I, um, I always like Wednesdays. Been... Yeah, Wednesdays are good for me because I always think it's like you have a little weekend in the middle of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, although I find I have this, like, it takes me a little bit of time to switch off from work. So um, if I had Wednesdays off, I'd just be spending my entire time just checking my phone. Whereas on Fridays, I find... I say lunchtime, I can kind of mentally check out for the weekend. It's a long weekend, absolutely. Um, so yeah, there's pros and cons for each. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it, there hasn't been any questions since I've come back in terms of um, flexible working. There was no um, problems about that. It's been, we've been very fortunate because we are a uh, kind of a, an organisation that has projects and um, things. It, it's easy for me to be kind of sold to a client for say, four days Um as opposed to being in a fixed position um, in a role where the other days need to be covered. Mm-hmm. Um, so that does help um, to a degree um, as well. But um, flexible working has had a massive uptake um, now within our organisation. Um, and we're really starting to get into those behaviours of thinking, like, as a team, like whichever team you might be in at a time, because we are in a matrix organisation, so you belong to about 20 teams at any one time, okay. um, Who? what is the flexible working pattern within that team? Um, so... You know, I work with somebody who has Wednesdays off, so we don't have meetings on Wednesdays in that team. Um, you know, other people, it might be Mondays and Fridays, so you stick them you know, um, in the middle of the week. So it's just thinking through and getting more used to considering flexible working um, when you're setting up, especially recurring team meetings as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so what the you've obviously been through these two maternity leaves and, and yeah, you've got really your young kids the same age as mine, really. So how have um, Deloitte Digital sort of helped you during that course? Because you mentioned around, you know, when you came back to work, there was like programs for mums returning um, women returners effectively. So talk us through some of the things that, um, that you've had in place at the company. Yeah. Um, so we have a return to work um support scheme which is run by an external company who they give you some training before you go on maternity leave and then uh, they do some sessions with you whilst you're on maternity leave and then you are in a, a kind of a cohort like an NCT group when you come back and you have um, some regular sessions through there and um, so it was really helpful to understand what other people are going through um, and the types of you know they really help you to understand what's important to you and helping you to make judgment decisions as to where you place your time and things um and it's really interesting to see all the different experiences that people have um because you can't underestimate how what the experience that i might have in one team it can be very different from somebody else that's in a very different part of the organization um uh, but it was a really good support network um but also i'm surrounded by people um in the wider digital team who are also mums um and going through the same thing um and uh if we've got almost like a new cohort of people going to, you know, having their first child now. Um, and it's really interesting seeing some of the initiatives that um, that they're looking to start, you know, do we want to have a crush in the office, for example, would that help people? Or um, oh. we, do have, we are supported by um, some emergency family care as well. Um, so again, an external organisation. But it means that if your um, child is sick or your nanny is sick or you know, the child manager needs to shut down for a, a period, then you can access some emergency childcare through them, which has been invaluable as well. Okay. Um, and okay. I definitely have to use that on some occasions. 
fabulous yeah yeah no exactly that does happen doesn't it because you think nannies are a bit invincible don't you really but <laughs> sometimes they're not they get ill as well <laughs> struggling yeah. it or we've had them when they yeah. can't, can't get mm-hmm. here in the snow either you know and you're like oh gosh you know what do we do oh yeah and the different aspects but yeah yeah and so with the when the mums get together in these um you know coming off back up off maternity leave and in these groups does that create like a friendship and peer support group for them as well like do they sort of do you support each other and stay friends because that's the biggest thing people have said about nct yeah. is you kind of have friends for life like do you find it creates a longer term peer support group in the company as well uh yes yeah and you see um some of those um friendships enduring um past the end of the program um and I think it's just it's a, an outlet for people to talk about your experience as a mum in quite a safe environment, but with people that understand your role um, and your job, um, because you know really jobs are very different, and um, it really does help to be able to talk to people who understand the kind of nuances and um, of what does success mean. And um, you know you might be having a particular challenge, which to somebody outside the organisation might be quite hard to understand and support you on. Um, but this is so it's quite a unique group of people that understand from both sides. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and you touched on flexibility around, um, you know, sort of navigating meetings. So they occur, so they kind of juggle different people's days off and things. How does it work around? Um, you mentioned that you were out you would be blocked out for a customer, for example, four days a week. So what does a typical, you know, week look like for you would you be in the office space can you work from home you know are you out on site because I think that's one of the things with corporates you quite often wonder like you know are you going to be working on site quite a lot with the customers mm. or yeah what does it how does it work for you um I'm normally running at all times from one place to another I'm always late um <laughs> I am often in the um in our office uh, but I'm often also at client sites um and I'm very lucky that we're working in retail and lots of them are based in London mm-hmm. um and so I'm in and around I'm often seeing like a couple of different clients in a day or um you know might have some internal meetings in a day I do try to work from home if I can um it's not that often um maybe a couple of times a month um but that just depends on the role that I'm doing sure. if I was doing more of a like a global role where I can where I'm on teleconferences with people all the time then I'd be able to work from home more often and um, certainly Deloitte are very um, proactive in encouraging you to work from wherever works best for you. Um, we recently, about a year ago, moved into a new building um, and the building has been designed with very different working styles in mind. So you can either sit at a normal desk or you can sit um, you know, on couches, you can sit in a cafe, you, can, you know, there's lots of different types of um working style so you can come in and work in whichever way you like and you know surrounded by whoever you like but also they're saying if you don't want to work from here and you want to work from home or um you know wherever suits you then uh, that's absolutely fine and putting that trust in your employees which i think is really critical um around flexible working um, in all of its guises that's great isn't it yeah absolutely and i mean it's amazing office when we came to look round it and it's um obviously speaking to sort of um the director there as well sort of using virtual webcams and having all that audio digital equipment makes you know video conferences possible Mm. as well doesn't it and you've you know obviously having all of that in place is really standard for a corporate but i think um you know that's what helps make it possible for 
flexibility and support doesn't it and you know running around town I mean I mm. love, I you know personally I, I, I do work from home a couple of days a week but I love going into London and I love having meetings because I you know you were talking about it's that adrenaline mm. and <laughs> things like that as well and I think it's about getting, the right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. getting that right balance for you isn't it really and um, you know being out on site for me yeah. it's a complete switch from being at home and sort of being you know at home with the kids yeah. and sort of having that mindset to kind of being out and about in London and, and doing things so it's, it's great to understand that particularly I suppose thinking about what industry you might go into um you know retail being quite London centric is is potentially quite a good market then uh, yeah. for people and is it you know that sector yeah. that you're working in is it one that's hugely sort of I mean I imagine it is but is it you know is it a one that's growing quite rapidly right now because tech, retail technology is having to change quite significantly yeah, I mean, there's, everybody's got, seen the headlines about the um, the struggles that retail are facing at the moment. Um, but what's interesting is uh, how retail is starting to be used as inspiration for a lot of other um, industries as well. Um, so companies that used to be uh, just consumer product goods companies in the past are going much more direct to consumer now. Mm. So they are needing um, retail capabilities and um, to be built within their organisations. Um, so we've seen a lot of demand there. Um, as well in this, you know, digital transformation impact, um, you know, every company. So, uh, so there's always some interesting discussions to uh, to be had on that. It's really interesting seeing the diversity in our um, client organisations as well, and how in some industries that helps to drive us um, to be more diverse as well. Mm. Um, and especially making sure that our um, pitch teams and our project teams that we put on are reflective of um, our clients' diversity. And it really helps us to to drive that. No, absolutely. That, no, they're really good points. Um, and and I think you know one of the pressures is is technology is changing so quickly. And I think you know as a consumer, you see in the retail is like you know the ways that retail industries are interacting with you from anything from advertising to marketing to etc. You have to keep up. So I suppose my next question and, and thinking about you know being a mum and kind of keeping up with life and running everywhere <laughs> as you say um, and you know then keeping up to date with like the training and like the new technology that's coming out. How are yeah. you how are you supported within Deloitte Digital to understand, you know, what the new trends are and what the you know how to be I suppose to continue to be a, a director and to sort of feel like you're leading a practice in that way what sort of um what, what can you take advantage of there and uh, there is loads actually um and uh, we are often having um kind of induction sessions in either a, a vendor's new technology or um, a new proposition that's coming out um, and it's often more of a challenge to keep up with that, as you say. Um, and especially when you are, you know, down 20% on your week compared to other people, like sometimes that is the area that does get lost. Um, you know, I have to prioritise clients um, first. And so, you know, where their project needs um, take up my whole week, then it means I don't have time to do that um, kind of keeping up with knowledge and things, um, which is a challenge, um, I would say. Mm. Um, but you know, just doing whatever you can and um, trying to take advantage of um, all the down periods of time. Like you know, I try and listen to podcasts wherever I can um, because I'm walking everywhere, and so that is an easy way for me to keep up to date with stuff um, without having to spend dedicated time doing it. Um, That's really it, good, yeah. it is a constant challenge. Um, mm. and something that we've done within um, Dorit globally now actually is have um, we've got a game which is 
trying to upskill everybody's technical levels um, across the team. So there's a lot of gamification in there, um, which is quite interesting. So it's a very professionally built app. Um, so that's been fun to engage with. Brilliant. Learning yeah. all about um, cyber and Bitcoin. Absolutely. And that's it, isn't it? All the new stuff coming out. And I think, you know, really good couple of points there, really. Walking, absolutely, because I've started walking a lot more now and listening to like my podcasts and my training that I'm on at the time. So that's a brilliant multitask because you're getting fit and you're learning mm. <laughs> at the same time. So absolutely, really great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, yeah, <laughs> I think, you know, I the you know, having, I'm part of obviously a smaller consultancy. And I think if people are considering the options, you know, do I work for a smaller company or do I work for a corporate? I think it's, you know, I, I have the envy of a bigger corporate where, you know, you will get a lot more sort of probably internal training opportunities and, and sort of new technology, you'll get probably access to the training and experience for free that, you know, where I might have to go to a conference and pay for it, you know, kind of scenario. Um, you know, I think mm. the corporate world has a lot of off, on offer um, and, you know, is normally the first yeah. to sort of know about industry trends and you've got consumers that are wanting that new technology as well. So for particularly, you know, the mums that we've supported through our Super Mums programme, they have that thirst to learn you know everything's new to them with salesforce you know i've been in the salesforce industry for eight nine years mm. now so i kind of get a bit like oh, okay <laughs> something new again but you know there is this thirst. <laughs> if people are coming into the market now they, they can learn the new stuff and they can learn everything and that's where yeah. as you'll appreciate and from a recruitment side it's hard to recruit people with the latest knowledge sometimes because they're still too busy working on the client's where they haven't perhaps utilised that technology and it's the people that have had capacity to learn new stuff that you're like, oh, actually, that'd be great because they know they know what this new stuff is doing and we haven't had a time to learn it yet. <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, we've actually got a, um, a big return to work scheme um, that we're having people land at the moment, um, which is an, a really great scheme, which is bringing people in to do coding and things for the first time. And these might be mums that have been out of the workplace for a while, you know, similar to what you're doing with super mum. Yeah. But they might, the profiles of the people that we're in crew is a totally mixed bag of people across every um, angle of diversity, you can imagine. Mm -hmm. And they're coming from really different backgrounds. You know, they might have been in investment banking before and they wanted to get into coding or, um, you know, they've done, uh, they've been in academia and they want to come in um, to more of a corporate world. Um, and what's really great about that, I think, is that it's making, it's not making it about necessarily mum coming back in. And um, it's about, you know, mums are just blend, blending in with other people returning to work. Mm -hmm. um, and the support that kind of anybody coming back to work um, needs, which is really good. Um, it makes sense. Because there is, it? you yeah. know, a confidence boost that you need in that as well as, you know, so you might have been in another career um doing something that you're very confident in and then moving into this, you know, into some coding, for example, it might be totally new to you and you might not have that that comfort blanket to go back to at the end of the day. So um, giving some support and structure around that um, through these programmes, I think, is, is really vital. Yeah, no, that's great to see it's, di you know, more diverse than just 
um, you know, mums returning? Because absolutely, if you're off ill or say changing career or looking after having to be a carer for somebody um, that's not a child, you know, the, it's mm. all the same situation, isn't it? You're out of work. You know, you've lost track with perhaps some of the latest skills, your confidence of speaking out or being in public meetings. It's all the same sort of stuff. Um I mean, I think, you know, some of the other things yeah. that you mentioned around around maternity support, all, all of that is definitely needed, though, too, because I think as a as a mum, you go through such sort of mental and physical changes as well, um, which we've got another podcast coming <laughs> soon, which is around, you know, or actually your brain changes and actually you learn a load of new skills. Your brain evolves as, uh, you know, and there's mm. great, some great research we're going to be sharing on that. And um you know, you go through all these changes that you kind of need, uh, you know, that sort of uh, sort of emotional roller coaster as you sort of get back into work and you kind of emotionally torn between yeah. juggling everything. And I suppose that's my next question, really, is, you know, juggling everything with a you know family and, and sort of being a director. Like, you know, what have you learned? What's you know, what have you shifted or kind of evolved over the, the period of having mm. your sort of three-year-old and five-year-old I mean having a year off has obviously been fantastic and that's a great opportunity um to have but yeah what what tips would you give other people looking at how to manage that type of you know balance uh, well I think no one has nailed it yeah um <laughs> I think it's the first thing to say and I think it just depends on which day you ask me some days it's going really well and some days <laughs> having a crisis and like oh I can't do this anymore <laughs> it's too hard yeah. um I mean my time is so much more precious um than it was before um in terms of I've got a constrained number of hours in the day that I need to get the same things done um and so I just don't have the capacity to perhaps indulge in some of the nicer things around that I would have done before um too much more efficient and um focused on what you need to achieve by the day um you know, and I need, you know, some days I need to leave um, for pickup. You know, I share that with my husband. And um, so when I need to do it, you've got a finite time which you need to leave. So you need to be very focused on achieving what you need to do by the end of that day. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been very helpful. Um, it's a very finely balanced system. And as you say, like if one person gets sick, then the house of cards falls down very quickly. Um, but I think just when I'm at work, I'm at work um, and really focused on, um, on that obviously there's kind of background thinking of oh I've got my PE kit today or what we need for the nativity play and, and also kind of life admin stuff that goes on yeah. um, and then when I'm at home I'm at home you know you can't I can't work when um, my three-year-old's around otherwise I'd be sending emails to the CEO on my laptop for example <laughs> um, so you kind of have to that to compartmentalize um what you're doing I think that does help um and I find just trying to think ahead as to what um what needs doing because I find that in the week I'm thinking about work and then I get to the weekend and then oh I need to do all this stuff at the weekend and so I try to think at the end of the weekend before what needs happened in that weekend because it won't have happened during the week um Mm. um, I would say um having one phone so that I don't have to carry two phones around the nursery's got you know, all nursery and childminder and nannies and things have got just one number to contact me on. Sure. Um, has been helpful. Um, having friends in the local area. I've got loads of friends who are all in exactly the same boat. Um, some people have different days off. So, you know, like if you've got a crisis, then who to call? Um, and nobody minds doing the favour because it means that 
you could do them a favour another time when they're in need. Um, so that's been um, really helpful. Uh, and I think just being open and transparent with people at work about what's going on as well. Um, so, you know, there are days where I come in and all that. I've been awake all night with my three-year-old because he's got a cough today, um, for example. And I think just sharing that with people um, does bring more authenticity um, to what you do. And that's that's really important for us um, at Deloitte is about being a leader with authenticity. Um, Mm. So just sharing the challenges that you've got and things. And most people, you know, it's amazing that lots of people have challenges in their lives with many other things other than children. Um, so I think it's just about people, you know, coming together and supporting each other as a team. Yeah, um, that's really interesting. But I do it? love what I do, and it, yeah. that really helps. Well, absolutely, yeah, and yeah, it's creating that life you love, isn't it? Which is the whole um, conversation, really. And I think, you know, some really good takeaways there. I think, you know, four days a week. Um, you know, I've I've been working five, um, and I'm just going back down to like longer four longer days but I think it's that you know that ability to get Mm. stuff done for your kids or like go to the doctors or kind of what it is you need it's kind of you know making time out (laughs) to manage the the life stuff so it doesn't eat up the weekends um you know and and sort of that balance isn't it really and I think the point around you know particularly around authentic leadership because you kind of feel like you know I mean I was up at half three last night as well you know with the kids you know and you're like okay so you know do you share that or is it like you feel like you know do you feel like oh I'm just moaning and everybody else has got this stuff going on too or do you sort of say look you know I'm not on top form today because <laughs> I was awake like at three hours and yeah. kind of, you know and sometimes it is better sharing that I suppose you've got to gauge your workplace and their appreciation and, and it's really great to hear that Deloitte, uh, Deloitte that you know that is supported rather than frowned upon I guess it's just being conscious of the, the situation isn't it really and um you know when it's right because mm. you know everybody has the challenges whether it's your real or you know the kids are real or whatever but you know that's when particularly when you've had you know when you first had your babies that's the biggest jolt isn't it is the sleep deprivation and how it affects your brain and <laughs> <laughs> you know and then you're coming back to I thought work. I might be the first person to die from sleep deprivation <laughs> <laughs> oh bless you. it was horrendous oh I know and it really does like you know you feel like you've lost your brain cells like am I ever going to get them back am I ever going to be able to work again like you know you yeah. know, honestly and I, I think yeah. for me working I mean I think because working you know running my own business I didn't get a huge maternity leave and um, again slightly envious I suppose of the corporate situations mm. where you're like oh a year off paid well yeah <laughs> would that be like amazing but yeah, yeah, yeah. small company I don't get that but <clears throat> I suppose for me on the other side to that it you know having a couple of days working um kept my brain in gear you know and sort of switched it back into normal mode yeah. if, if that's what you know a certain level of normal mode anyway and um you know sort of building up from there um meant that it probably wasn't such a drastic sort of step away and, and into it but there's definitely pros and cons of everything really and you know you, you having babies you don't know what what level of support the baby's going to need or what level of sleep deprivation you're going to be subject to um <laughs> so I think you know it is about finding workplaces that support and understand that I think and um you know, it's been really great to hear about some of the yeah the options you've got at Deloitte and, and I suppose my final question around one of the other support networks that um, hopefully we'll be digging deeper into in another podcast is about the women in tech group at Deloitte Digital um, how does mm-hmm. it, can you just give a bit of a flavor about what that you know what that does um, and then you know we'll be running another interview around all of that in a bit more detail 
Yes, uh, yeah. So the Women in Technology Network in Deloitte has been established for um, a long time now, um, and I think the Women in Deloitte Network even longer than that. Um, I think Women in Tech in Women in Deloitte Network has been around for about twelve years, I think. Mm. Um, and the Women in Technology one for at least eight or so. So it's well established now, um, and it acts both as an internal network within Deloitte, so connecting people that work women that work in technology across the different um, areas of technology. Uh, areas of Deloitte, sorry, but also outside of um, internal, like with our clients as well. And so a number of our clients might be setting up their own women in technology networks. And so we help them to share learnings that we've had. Um, sometimes we share events with them, for example. Um, or we might have events where we have speakers on and we invite our women in technology clients as well. And those can be both at a senior level um, or at a more junior level um where it's known that the interventions need to be made to keep women in the workplace, um, mm-hmm. for example. Um, uh, so, yeah, so it's been um, a really well-received network and it's got high visibility um, within the organisation, um, which is really good. Mm. Um, so, yeah, and it's also not just about... Um, we're finding that it's, uh, the focus isn't just on female diversity, but actually on um, working parents as a whole as well. Um, and so we've recently upgraded our paid parental leave um, from two weeks to four weeks, um, which is one of the first um, kind of big corporates um, to have that um, as a standard. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we're also finding is that a lot of people now are taking three months on the shared parental scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's really common for men to go out for that long as well, which I think is really good for them to give them that opportunity to bond with um, the children and also to understand what it's like to care for um, the child at home so that when they come back then the kind of domestic workload is divided a bit more between the parents because it's seen not as a yeah. oh it's a working mum's issue and you've got to deal with it but you know your family unit as a whole yeah. and how can we help both sides of that equation um, to really manage it um, mm. so uh, so yeah. that's been um, a really interesting change that's happened just over the last couple of years really yeah that's brilliant and it's really fascinating like you say to see you know there is this perception and obviously it dates back of like you know is the woman that you know it's the woman that's the um you know the stay at home and the you know the dad's the breadwinner and you know that perception that it would still be the mm. same but with people being given the choice that you know people are actually taking that and and I think that really yeah reflects the changing um you know m- men are wanting to take more time and, and take shared responsibility and are happy to split um you know the the balance between that and that's certainly how we work in our household you know my husband's very much like you know you've got to bring in 50 percent of the income I'm like okay <laughs> you know like after having the best like, okay so um, we go. yeah off we go you know he doesn't see equality as any type of issue because he's very much like yeah we're gonna do this <laughs> um, and I'm like well yeah exactly you'll do half the drop offs and half the pickups so um you know absolutely I mean yeah you know that you know it's fantastic for them people to you know have that flexibility and to see that's a real option and I think we'll see the changing culture of um the thing that will sort of I suppose um will evolve that is that you know when you go to groups with babies you know there's always traditionally been the mums whereas actually you'll set get dads Mm -hmm. meeting up and hanging out there'll be a bigger proportion of men at those groups as well which will be great to see and, and to be supportive so um 
Yeah, no, all really interesting. Yeah. And I think the Women in Technology group, you know, actually just your summary of that is quite a broad remit. Like there seems to be, you know, it's obviously really well established and it does loads of things. So I'm really excited to be hearing more mm. about that in another in another podcast. So, uh, yeah, so I think that's um, that's mm. been great for you to share everything. Thank you for very much for joining us on the show. Um, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they've got some great ideas. Definitely the walking and the podcast. Definitely take that one away if you're short of exercise <laughs> and you need to train up. Um, you know, and hopefully today it's given you, a little yeah. bit, <laughs> given you a bit of an idea about, you know, what life could be like in a corporate versus potentially other options that you're looking at and, and sort of the opportunities that you have at Deloitte as well. Um, so, you know, come and speak to us at Supermums um, if you're looking for career opportunities you know check out Deloitte and what they're doing because they're certainly one of the pioneer consultancies across the tech space um and um yeah I hope you enjoyed it so tune in again to our next show and we hope to see you all again soon thank you very much take care bye